Okay, we're holding Simon Kuf Nun Dalit. We're up to, we're middle of Sif Yid Aleph. It's page Mem Gimel. And there are more, the last four words on the page. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners and viewers from Torah anytime, as well as from Shas Illuminated. So today, the second part of the Ramah in Sif Yud Aleph is going to discuss if we're allowed to accept donations for a shul from a mumar. Someone who's a mumar, which is an irreligious person. We'll see exactly how to define uh, which type of irreligious person would be included in the category of mumar. Can we accept donations from him? We'll see the Ramah. We'll speak out outside the Sugyan and we'll see, we'll see it inside. Then we'll speak out some stuff outside. Here we go. Zakhtar Ramah, it's the last line on page Mem Gimel. Mumar oivik ha'chavn shenosan shayva oiner lebeis ha'kneses also lehadlitoi. The mumar oivik ha'chavn he gives wax or a ner to the shul. It's also to light it. Ba'ayim yaradeya simen kufla mates reishin and dalim medinam einu look in yaradeya and you'll see these halachas. Let's see the mishabura and then we'll discuss more outside. Look the mishabura to call them zayin page eighty six. Shayva iner who didn't charge varm who didn't anything if they want to donate anything towards the shul. It's uh, also to use it. That's there are my pastins. To call them ches, also the hadrikai. Why can't you use the donations of the mumar? The dummy the carbon she'ain mekabel mimenu. It's similar to a carbon which you don't accept from a mumar. This is based off a gemara and chulon hey. The gemara there says that we don't accept carbonis from a mumar, even though from a goy we do accept carbonis in the darim munadavis, but from a mumar we don't accept. But if he's someone who's Mechal Shabbos for Hesya, which will also define that, which is soon, or he's Lahachis by other Averis, he's not Lateavo, he's Lahachis, we're not Makabala Carbon from them, we also don't accept anything from a Shul. If he gives money to write a Sefer Torah, that would be okay. Now, it's not so clear in the place of what the difference is between giving money to a shul to a Sefer Torah. Let's go for now. The difference is the Sefer Torah is not part of a shul. And this halacha of the fact that you can't give a carbon does not allow them to donate toward a shul would be because a shul is similar to a mikdash and a Torah is really something else. It's separate from the shul. And that's why a Torah they would be allowed to give money towards. They're allowed to donate towards a Torah. Let's say for now. Now let's go to the source over here. Let's discuss this halacha and come out Allah So the source, that, the source is the Gemara in Chulun Dafei. Right, the Gemara Chulun Dafei. That Gemara says that a mumar cannot bring a carbon and it's paskin in Yeridea Simeration and Dalin. Over there, the Mechaber says discussing the halacha of taking money from a guy, and he says here, even though you can't take tzedaka from a guy, b'farhesia only betina unless you really need it. I am sure I'm not going to get involved in those halachas right now. He says, This halacha about how to treat money you get from a guy is if they're giving the money to tzedakah. If they want to donate something toward the shul, if a guy says, you know what, I see your svar shranks, they need uh, some uh, fixing, I want to donate some svar shranks, I'm going to give you some bookshelves. No problem, take it. Uh, I lost the place here. However, you cannot accept now what's the reason for this? The Shach the shach says over there, why do we take it from a guy? We do accept carbonis from a guy. If we accept carbonis from a guy, we're also going to accept the guy's uh, donations towards our shul. His, uh, he wants to give the shach, he wants to give the tables, the chairs, no problem. He wants to give the iron no problem. Zuck Sivkan, hey in the shach. 
Now, that which you don't take it from a mumer, is like the shach is not so pasha, the ma'bit in the tshuva, he says, we are makamu from a mumer. I am mumer camping a carbon. That's specifically a carbon. Masha'en kein hektish to beisakneses, that we do take. This is not a carbon. The, the halacha would be camping a carbon. We're not going to sell that suit to the halacha and not allow him to give money towards the shul. So we have here presumably a machlekist, the way the Machsana Shekel learns a machlekist in the Ramah and the Mabit. The Ramah says that since a, since a mumar, an irreligious person, a certain type that will define afterwards, he cannot bring a carbon. Therefore, we can't accept his donations to the shul. He can't give the yarn credit, he can't donate the bima, nothing doing. The Mabit, he writes, no, he can't bring a carbon. What does that have to do with the shul? A shul, no problem. A shul, you're allowed to give to. And that's a machlekist. The Shos Yaakov says, the mabit, the hilchas of Eloi Taima, he has no riot to what he's saying. The, the halacha that a guy is allowed to give to a shul is because he's allowed to bring a carbon. So I would think to say that if someone who can't bring a carbon can't give to a shul. Shos Yaakov argues, and the Mishabura, like we saw, he went with the Ramah. The Chumrah, so the Mishnabura goes to the Ramah, the Chumrah, and so too the Shita of the Shvaz Yaakov, the Loikidiri HaMabit. Even though the Shach quotes the Mabit, but it seems to be Machlaikis, the Shach quotes the Mabit, the Shvaz Yaakov says that Tamiya and the Shach quotes the Mabit, the Shalaikidiri HaMabit, Machlaikis, can we accept the, the donation of the Mumar? Maram Shik was asked to Shaila, Maram Shik was asked, he says, uh, there was a woman who was married to a guy and she wanted to be Menadim, something toward the Shul to, as a Zikhwan for someone, can we take it from her? And he brings down the Shailah and he says, well, no, we can't. We have to be chayshah for the Ramah. The Ramah says, you're not allowed to take it from a Mumar, so we can't take it from this lady who married the guy. We can't take it from her. However, he says, I did find a heter for you. The heter, he says, is the following. He says that if they want to donate a particular object or a particular part of the shul, we want to donate the Aaron Kaidish or the cheers, that we can't take. They can't bring a car, but they can't bring cheers to the shul. But if we want to just take money and put it in the general pot, that is what you can do. This is in the Rabbanon, it's the Rabbanon the Kahalacha, and it's in the called Bittel Beroiv. And if we just take, a, we have a $10 million campaign for our fancy shul, and they want to give a $500,000 donation, okay, it'll get swallowed up with the rest of the money, that's okay. However, he says, based on that, you can't put up a plaque and say, well, this Aaron Kedis was donated by plenty of money lady married to the guy, because then she donated the Aaron Kedis that you can't take. You could take general money from the irreligious person, but you can't take a specific item. That's the heter of the Maram Shit. The Shabina Rav is asked the same Shiloh in David Misharim, and he also passes the Chomer, you can't take from a guy. He says, however, is the difference in a shul and a Talmud Torah yeshiva. And he says, that why can, not a guy, I'm sorry, from a mumer. Why can you take a, a, a donation from a mumer for the shul? He says, the reason is because they can't bring a carbon. So he says, Bishlam shul is a mikdash ma'at, is similar to the mikdash. So, someone who can't bring a carbon also can't give donations to the shul. But a yeshiva, a Talmud Torah, no problem. And with that, the David Misharm says that even though they can't give to a shul, they can give to a Talmud Torah. Based on this, Dr. Sternbach, in Tuvisman Haggai's, he says, Reisi Tuvis Hagaymi Chabin, in David Misharm, he's Machalak Dafka the Besaknesses, his Daim in the Binyan Hamikdash, the Kudushasik Kehechol, the Kazara, the Kudush of the Shul is Asr. That's why, but Talmud Torah is Mutter, Zakter, a Meridika Hetter, which will be a big Hetter for many of our Shuls, all of our Shuls really, Zakter. Like this, the Daiti Afil Dasa Ayus and Besaknesses, Hainu Dafka Kishiyesh, Bezek Kudusha Gemurak, Maybe Mikdash. Only if it's a real full-fledged shul that has all of the kedusha, the full level of kedusha, no eating, no drinking in the shul. 
We're drinking Sprite over here in the shul, not Sprite, seltzer in the shul, right? We're eating by, we have Kadesh, we have Shalom Zachers in the shul, right? We do all that. What's the shot? We have a Tanai in the shul. Even if it's not a Shtiba, but we have a Tanai, at least it's allowed to eat and drink. If we're going to have a Tanai in the shul, that's not considered Doimit to the Mikdash. And he wants to stretch the Svara that Shabin the Rav, that Shabin the Rav said that. We're only going to apply it to a mikdash ma'at, to a shul, and not to a talmud Torah. So there, well, any shul which is built out tonight, we're going to have the same hetter. And that's what Rabbi wants to say. However, he says, if this irreligious person who's a mumer, which is defined again soon, I keep saying we're going to define it, not every irreligious person would be considered a mumer, if they want to have a plaque, that's a different story, he says. Even if you want to say the shul doesn't have the full-fledged kedusha, but to give them a plaque, the is a genayhu lebeis Hashem, to mechal for hesya, and to allow a Mechal HaShavuz for Hesed to have their name plastered on the wall of the shul, that's a big night. However, what does he say? He says that, let's, first, let's go back for a second, let's define who is a Mumer. And we know there's a famous Chazanish. The Chazanish says that many of the irreligious people these days are considered Tinek Shanishba, which means they weren't brought up with, uh, with the proper ideas and what to know and to keep the Torah properly, they just don't know. It's not that they were from and they decided at some point to go off a derech and to be Mechal Shabbos for Hesed, they, they grew up in religion their whole lives, and they would be considered Tinnik Shunishba, and they would not have the status of a Mumer. And therefore, if it's someone like that who is irreligious their entire life, you can take from them the donation, they would not be considered a Mumer. Even someone who did go off a derech, the Mishaburah, in Shin Pei Hei speaks out, we've spoken this out a few times here in this year already, that Mechal Shabbos for Hesed means that they would do it even in front of an Adam Gadol. Means that even if they're not going to stare in front of a ten, ten Yisraelim, but if Rebchaim Kanievsky was here, they would stare, that the Mishabura Paskans would not, would not make them a Mumar, since they would stare from the Adam Gadol. Only if they would be Mechal Shabbos, even in front of an Adam Gadol, even in front of Shmuel Kamenetsky or Dave Lando, they would be Mechal Shabbos, then they're a Mumar. But anyone who would not do that would not be considered a Mumar, and that this helps save a lot of people that are potentially Mumar. And he writes like this, he says, we can take this donation to the show. He says, The fact that he wants to give, we see he's coming closer to becoming religious. Even though we're not so many the religious people, but he sees coming closer, we should be makar of him. Don't say, don't be marachik him. And therefore, he says, If we're going to send away these people who have that pintle yid in their heart and they're trying to come closer, we're causing them to go further and further away. If you makar these people, the children may end up in yeshivas. And who knows what's going to happen. We need the dan chain to be out of a kila and so on. Limnais may atman. It was a kukim in the davas elo. We need the money. We're going to be make up by these toyim kinnik shenishba. However, he says to put their name in the shul itself. That's uh, still too much. What are we going to do? We don't want to push them away. What are we going to do? Therefore, he says no hadaver v'yah linoik shalichtei b'seich b'seich neses shum shein klal af midatim. Keep all names out of the main sanctuary. No names in the shul. And he put the name somewhere in the hallway. Put the names in the hallway. Put the names in the coffee room. I, uh, I spoke to Rabbi Jacobus today. I said, what, what, what do we do in the Maisa? We're taking uh, donations for a shul and they want a plaque and they want to give something. Have them donate the coffee room. We'll put a big plaque. This coffee room is donated by 
Plenty of money. And that way, what? Add a few names, you can do that, but we know who it's from, and we don't want to have a name of a Machal Shal for Hesse in the main shul. Right? So Hesse says also, don't do it in the main shul, you do it in the outside part of the shul, and that would be okay. Now, all this is core halacha. Core halacha would say, we have different Ethereum, that if the person is, uh, if it's Talmud Torah, we have a Shemina Rav Hatter, if it's uh, just giving money without for a particular um, item in the shul, we have the Hatter of the Maram Shik. If it's a shul with a tznai, we have a Mishnah Hatter. To have his name plastered in the shul, that much not, but we'll put it out in the hallway or in the coffee room. However, there is something by certain G'daylam, uh, there is very makbed only to take money from Shemir Shabbos. Not mitzad halacha, is more mitzad um, hashkafa or um, feeling, a feeling for Yiddishkeit. And he brings that over here, it's quoted also, Sharfel, the in the Piskei Tshuva, so over here he quotes from the Gain, such a thing. Is if all the donations came from people that were the same Shemayim. To school on the flaw. And the Grachmi Brisk would say, if all the yeshivas would take money only from people that were Yerayim who knows how much greater the people would be coming out of those yeshivas. You see, it's a schus to give money to, to support Torah. Not everyone really has the right. You have to have the schus to support Torah because for these people, they wanted their yeshivas to be all Tahara. And the Shemati, they say, that he wanted his yeshiva only Shemir Shabbos to be uh, of his yeshiva. He wouldn't take people who are not Shemir Shabbos. And um, they say the, the Baron of Kech from Bells also, he opened his yeshiva, he only went to Kabul from Shem and Shabbos for the same reason. This is something which is uh, not core halacha. It was a thing that certain G'daylin practice in the Sharful Hashanahs over here, which I'm not going to read. You can look at them in number 175 in the Piskei Chuvis. And that's the discussion about taking, accepting donations from irreligious people. Sifyud Beitz. Zakta Machaber. Ach Bershan Nim Sebish Shem and Shobay Saknes says, you find a mouse. In the oil of the shul, and who maus also lahadlika? If it's disgusting, you can't light it. Bevei sakneses. So the mishnah verse of Rambam tesim who maus? I feel yeshishim negli the mutar baachila. Even if the yeshishim is mutar baachila, came in shemaus also mishum akrivei unal lefech hasecha. Yeshish makilam beyeshishim. Some are makel if they're yeshishim and it's bottle and you can eat it. So it's not maus. You can eat it. Now one should be aware. My memory does say that in achbar and shemen is tam gam, and if it's tam gam, either way you can eat it even even if it's, even if it's less than yeshishim. Uh, could be that I that somewhere, but yeah, they are. It's the first halacha in your day at Kubdal Sebeis, the Achbar and Shemin is Nitzin Tamlev Gam. Okay, look at the, you can look at the Jirshu, they have to reach them for that. Ayn Shem. So let's call it known. Also, the Adlik Vivei Sakhnesses. In Primagadim, it's Sadi, the Huadim, the Shara, the Lakashal Mitzvah, and their Shabbos, the Chanukah. Also, in Humalus Loi, which means that if it's not Mos, if it's Mos for everyone, then even, uh, then of course you can't use it. But let's say it's not Mos for anyone except for you. You personally is Ma'as for us. In the shul, we don't care. It's for the rabbin. But if it's your personal mitzvah, and for you it's disgusting, then you shouldn't use it for a mitzvah. Zaks if you gimel. Ner shal besak nesin mutalikris la'ayre. You're allowed to read to the light of the ner of the shul. Zaks if you what does that mean? If you call it ner shal besak nesin. Hainush and nadar echad shemen lahadlaka besak nesin. Someone gave oil for hadlaka in the shul. Zaks if you call it beiz mutalikris. Hainu with divrei Torah. You're allowed to use the ner of the shul for divrei Torah. Ve'loi be kriya shal chayil, not kriya shal chayil. But Dumbledore Hanukkah, the Rebbe Pesach, I feel a little bit also the iron. 
Nerchanaka, you can't even learn, right? Also, the Shamish, because the Gemara is similar to Tarfish Ayin Gimel. Shani Halson, the Beinus Shehe Nikr Shehuglak, the Shemitz was Nerchanaka, the Lusum Devacher. Nerchanaka has been Nikr, who was lit just for Nerchanaka, not for anything else. He just wanted, there's no particular mitzvah, he just wanted to give light in the shul to help everyone dive in the fika chokamba, the car into the ayre, the divertera, feyka mitzvah, makaba schar. The whole point was you should be able to dive in and learn from it. So the more people learn from it, the more schar is going to get. Someone who donated the ner to the shul, places where the gizbar make neres, and everyone takes it home to their house. I feel mishdamish and tashmish shkol shari that you can use for your own personal needs. That was obvious. It was given for you for your personal needs. Those that are in the menorah in the shul, you cannot read davar shachol. I would think these days it would be laid bez and masna aleim that you would be able to read davar shachol from the uh, light of the shul using shul electricity. You're being nether from the aura of the shul. I think it's understood that these days uh, people whatever they have to do in the shul, not the, not something which is to be zayin. But if you have to see something, when well, your phone anyways has a light in it, but uh, if you if it's not during davening, obviously, but um, if uh, you have to read something else, I don't know, I don't think there would be a problem. You would have lebez in masna alim. Zaks if you dalit, ein man likin ner shel hedyit me ner beis You cannot light the ner of a hedyit from the ner of the shul. It's only if they're for the mitzvah. Once you finish uh, the day, whatever people learning in the shul are done, you're going to put it out. Then you're allowed to light from that there. It's no longer a bizoyim because either way it's about to be put out. We're not careful with that. We are. We do light in there from there if it's a tzarek gadol. And perhaps the reason is because that's bezin masna that if someone needs, they can light something from the nair of the shul. Like we keep saying again, anything which is normal, normal procedure, there's the automatic lay bezin masna alayim that they can do it. So to light from the nair of the shul seems to be normal, normal procedure, and that would be okay. To take from the nair of the shul for a mitzvah, that would be okay. It's only a bizarre if you take it for a choyl. It's not chomer from their Hanukkah, which after this man shir, you'll either have enough. So here too, after the, the man that you're using it is done, you'll either have enough from it. You have a nair shaltfila up by the Amr, the Yisrael said you can't light your cigarette from that. From the yard side, which is there the whole 24 hours, is sitting there, that you can take it from. But take it from the, the nair for the davening that you can't take. Don't take the nair to check your money. If you're worried about uh, hiding, then you could take it to look to save your money. For a half you can take it. So now it's obvious that we know that someone needs to find something in the shul. They can take the nair. It used to be they didn't have electric light, so the only light was the nair. So if you drop your money, it's obvious you can take the nair to, to uh, find your money. When it comes to lighting your, your cigarette from the shul, for those who smoke, to light from the shul thing. So I'm pretty sure, I did not think we'd get this far today, but I didn't have a chance to check the Yorach HaShulchan. I'm come out borrow the Yorach HaShulchan. We'll say over here that it is laid bez namas naleim, the standard procedure. Could be as brought down in here, and if it is, I can see it right now. Could be a standard procedure um, to light a cigarette. 
Let's see over here. On the Messiah, Baruch Hashochon, Ashri and Nizabazah. Yeah, Baruch Hashochon says that you're allowed to do it. He says Ashri and Nizabazah not to take the light, the nair from the shul. However, there is a form of lay dezin masna aleim that the nair from the shul, especially on Yom Tov, that's uh, assumed to be used for that. That one would be allowed to do that. Obviously, if for them it would be mutter to light a cigarette on Yom Tov. Um, only those who even had there. Okay, we'll stop here. Have a wonderful night. And tomorrow we are going to finish. Simon Kufn and Dawa and move on, even though it's still in technically Hilchat Besak Knesset, but it's no longer Hilchat Besak Knesset. Now we're moving on to much lighter and Gishmak easier things. We're going on to leaving from Shul to the base Medrash. We'll see how long a Balabas is supposed to learn. The Mishabur tells us someone who works how many hours a day you're supposed to learn and uh, get ready. And then we'll speak Masa Umata and all different halachas in Musa, and then we'll move on to Mutilat Sedayim. We'll stop here. Everyone have a wonderful night.